Jelly sucker fish. Yo, yo. What's happening? Welcome back. Episode 9 of the Yakum Down podcast. I am your host, Yizzle Yakum Down. Welcome back. Long time, long time. We in the building, man. Plug the fucking ox in. Run that shit, man. Uh. Yeah. We back. Yakum Down. Uh, yeah. Oh, we hot now. Uh, 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 yeah. Twenty-one. Get that brick in the face. in the face, man, I can't, oh, shit, that brings back the memories, huh, <laughs> yo, episode 9, man, you tuned in, yeah, I come fucking down, hold on, hold on, yeah, welcome back, uh, yeah, stunt, back in the place, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, alright, we gotta turn it down, we gotta turn it down, Damn, we gotta turn it down, man. Can't have all them, you know what I mean? Nah, fuck that. Light the front door up. Light the backwood up. Light the J up. You know what I mean? Boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Let's get busy, man. Episode 9. Yes, Yakum Down. Yakum Down podcast. Back throws a motherfucker, man. We gotta get to the shout outs. First shout outs of 2021. You know what I mean? There's only one, man. First shout out I got to my boy GT, though, man, out there in Las Vegas. GT, keep your head up, man. Go and visit my boy's store off of Charleston. I'll leave the address in the description because I don't remember it right now. Shout out to GT, man. Vroom, vroom, man. You know what I mean? I want to also give a big, big, big up to Black Mannequin. They just had, their, I think, their second or third year anniversary. B Wall, big love. Keep the brand strong. Love to see it. You know what I mean? Yo, big, 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 big ass shout out to Wall Street Bets. And we're going to get more into that inside the show. You know what I mean? So stay tuned. But I just want to say for those in the group and just for those individual investors that took their, you know what I mean, their profits, you know what I mean, and they went and shared them with the community. I, mean, I was reading posts about people buying out the tamale man, feeding the homeless, giving, you know, half of their earnings to the children's hospital. Just, you know, a plethora of um, good deeds being done out of that group. So so big up to, you know, to Reddit for being able to, plaf- to have a platform for communities like that. And then also big up to Wall Street Bets, y'all. That's a crazy-ass feed. If you're not on Reddit, check them out. Um, obviously, if you're a retard, check them out. Obviously, 
if you you know you don't have any financial wisdom, they don't offer any advice. You know what I mean? They just like certain stocks. But we'll get into that. Big shout out to them. You know what I mean? For just we'll get into that, yo. What else we got going on? Announcements. Oh my my man, DeAndre Fryson. Let's say it now, DeAndre Fryson. We got the book with us. So we just published the book. Get us the book, man. Hold on, hold on. We got to get the book. We have the book. Gems and jewels that equal perfect tools. The value of 21 in parentheses. You know what I mean? This book is is the one. Let me tell y'all. We all need a set of tools crafted specifically to get us out of the hard times of sadness or sadness. DeAndre drops nothing but gems in this value of 21, tailored to assist the younger generations to make their name in this world. This book will help you take whatever project or idea you possess to the next level. You hear me? Yarayakum down, man. So you can find us on Amazon. Uh, we got ebooks for sale. We have paperbacks for sale. And I'm also going to be having... A fire, fire, fire sale the paperback coming up on yakumdown.com. So, for all the homies, man, I want to support, you know, DeAndre, a.k.a. Mr. Revenue. You know what I mean? He's doing good things, you know what I mean? We're writing books. We're publishing, editing books. We're doing things here, you know? So, just big up to DeAndre for that. So, check it out, man. I mean, you know, do something for the community. That's one thing that's been going around that I like of the country. People have been giving back in hard times, you know what I mean? So, I appreciate all you. Shout out to the people that's giving out, that's giving back in hard times. Um, new projects coming out. We got a new short story coming out. And I told you before, it's coming. My short story collective, the paperback and hardback special edition, will be available this year. I'm coming out with an album, man. I I got, I'm fine-tuning, but we're coming with music, too. Music will be here, all right? And speaking of music, anyone that is interested in sending us some music to play on Yakko Libre Radio, all you have to do is send your music to yakumdown at gmail.com, all right? Get your submissions in. Let's get this shit popping this year. I want to put, I want to use my platform for all them dudes in the underground Dudes and gals, you know, everybody, all persons included, you know what I mean? Send me the heat, you know what I mean? Let's get it fucking going, y'all. Let's get the wave going, you know what I mean? And last but not least, I want to give some love to my girl. She's starting her own beauty and skincare company, Bast Beauty. And she's going to have a men's line. So all the fellas out there, hit me up. I'm going to have, you know what I mean, the samples and the discounts. You know what I mean? This ain't no fashion over. This is the real deal. You know what I mean? So get with it. Um, Bass Beauty, I'm really excited for and for a journey, you know. So check that out. It's going to be coming soon. Real, 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 real soon. So let's get into it. This is episode nine. If you haven't listened before, just know we get a real yakking them down here. We came from 60,000 feet below the sea level. We bring the pressure, the real pressure, you know what I mean? You know, we're making diamonds, you know? We're making diamonds. Funny thing I just read the other day, the world only has uh, 47 years left of fossil fuel. That's a fact. Uh, and I mean fossil fuel, I mean oil. And that means all the oil and reserves. And I think it's also an estimate of the secret reserves we don't know about. 
But I also didn't know that the United States was the number one oil. We have the most oil in all of the world, and we're like thir- we supply like 13% of the world's population with oil, with our oil. We use a lot of oil. And I love cars, man. I love motors. I love hearing loud motors. I love going fast, driving in big circles and tearing the street up. I love racing. I support all that. I love, you know, bikes, dirt bikes, all this all the stuff, man. But you know, it gets to a time of the point where I'm thinking like, the only thing that I really miss with electric cars because they're so much more powerful, man. If you see these ones they've been having like the Porsche 1400 horsepower Porsche, you can't even hear it. You know, they have to put something on the motor, and that's the thing, it's the sound. I wish they could like emulate a motor sound. If they could do that, I would love to have a real, real, real fast electric car and just leave the fossil fuels behind. But until then, you know, I mean, it is what it is, man. We out here sending them. Y'all know what I mean? For everybody that's out there sending it, send it. Send it, send it, send it, send it. And then hold the fucking line like Jabul said. <laughs> hold the line, man. Yo, let's get into this Wall Street bet stuff. I know you heard it about, I've known you, I know you probably have heard about it in the news. Um, Maybe you heard about AOC and maybe you've heard about supposed government um, regulation, these sort of things. I don't know how many, maybe you just heard like some people got rich and then some billionaires lost money. Well, basically, I'm going to break it down to you. And I'm not going to break it down like an expert, but I'll break it down the best I know how. So basically, there's these things called hedge funds where they get private investors or public investors to give them a lot of money, you know, into one fund. And they go out and they make these calculated investments and bets and speculations on, you know, I mean, the stock market. okay? and so what they do is they find these companies that are faltering, that have bad management, that, uh, you know, I mean, are losing money, you know, and they they start to uh, have their buddies you know, write reports about, hey, my forecast on this company, they don't have good management, their uh, their company structure, their uh, corporate structure is lacking a lot of things it needs to be able to make money in today's economy, you know, I don't see them flourishing, blah, 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 so, you know, their stock naturally goes down, and and they keep public, you know, they keep publicizing little things here and there, and they keep putting money like a hedge on when this company is going to fail. You know, they, they're betting on this company to fail in a certain quarter or lose a certain amount of, amount of money in a certain quarter. Like, if the stock is only worth $20 and it goes down to 15 you know, they get a certain amount of money. So what happens is this group of, you know, private investors, not in hedge funds, you know, just just a small man, you know, or woman in Reddit, in uh, this group called Wall Street Bets, well, they got together and they said, well, we can't fight one-on-one because they have billions and billions and billions. And on top of that, they have enough to lobby to get the type of regulation or, um, yes, regulation they need to, to see. You know what I mean? And what happens is these big hedge funds, you know, they, they're, they're partly responsible for companies going underwater because they're, they're using their leverage, their financial leverage and their uh, influence you know what I mean, within the markets to make these companies kind of fail. And then, you know, hundreds or even tens of thousands of people end up losing their job. So these people got together on Wall Street Bets and they said, you know what? We're going to find out what stocks we can make boom up. 
Now, if there's a million of us or two million of us and we all put a certain amount of money in into this one stock, it's going to jump up. And if it jumps up, guess what? The big guy is going to lose money because he was betting for it to go down. So not only will the stock go up, but we'll also, certain amount of us will make a financial gain. And some of the tune to 1,200%. You know what I mean? And that's a 1,200% profit, which means $100 would have turned into $1,200. 1,000 to 12,000, continue and continue. So they, a lot of these people made these bets, you know what I mean, against the hedge fund, and it's called a squeeze, you know. And, you know, like I, you probably heard GameStop, um, BlackBerry, Bed Bath & Beyond, AMC, some of these stocks started to go up, go up and go up, and uh, a lot of people lost money. There's uh, Melvin, this hedge fund called, I believe, Melvin Capital, lost 53% on their investments. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. So much, these billionaires lost so much money because of this that they got onto TV, national, the national syndicated news. They were complaining. And these people never want regulation on the markets. They want the least bit of, the least amount of regulation. They don't, they don't want the SEC in there tearing stuff up. They don't want the watchdogs on them because they want to be able to make money freely. They have enough money to play the game and to make the rules of the game, right? Well, what happens is they, they, the way the rules are made is the little guy can't get in with a small increment amount of money and move stuff around. But a large group of people with a small amount of money makes a large amount of money, and then they are able to fight. That's why they're saying hold the line. Hold the line is, you know, these... These companies are going to try their best. Now, I believe the CEO or president of NASDAQ got on the news and said, hey, we need, maybe we need some type of regulation. They never love regulation. They're always against it. But they're so scared and losing so much money, even the owner of the Mets, losing money where they're like, hey, I'm out here losing money. And this guy is talking about he's just a guy trying to feed his family. He's a multi-billionaire. Like, they're losing money, shaking in their pants because the small man is winning. And the game wasn't rigged for the small man to win. So Wall Street bets, they're withstanding the pressure, saying, hey, hold on the stock. It might dip. It might go down. But you have a chance. Even right now, the stock is up $300. And I believe it was like, uh, I want to say it was under $20 last year when they began to do this. And now it's up to $300. $12, I believe. And if you invest now, it still has a potential to make that $300. If you just get one stock, that $300 has a potential to still make $5,000 later this year, depending on, you know, what happens in the market and what happens, um, you know, with everything that's going on with the regulation and what these, you know, the hedge funds are going to push back or are they going to just keep on leveraging more and more money onto the stock? And, you know, getting their boys to do more, uh, you know, editorial stuff. But, you know, if you hold the line, like Ja Rule said, you know, if you hold that line, you could potentially take down a billionaire while making a bunch of millionaires. You know what I mean? Taking down a bunch of billionaires to make some millionaires, to even it out. Because during the pandemic, I believe the elite, 
the the elite elite made like a 13% increase in in wealth while the rest of us were over here starving and, and and there was people making money there was a lot of investors private investors making money during this pandemic a lot of people took the money from the government or you know some people swindled and invested properly and now they have you know a substantial gain coming back already they made a lot of money that that being said, there was a lot of people that are losing, you know, mostly workers, people that are working, but also like that extends like management too, not just, you know, the workers, but also the management, you know what I mean? So people are being affected everywhere. I mean, even even people with millions, you know what I mean? People that own property and, and, and depend on their renters to pay on time or, um, you know, like celebrities that you know depend on the shoot movies and make money that way or you know uh entertainers that can't travel comedians that can't travel and do shows because of the COVID-19 outbreak you know like a lot of people lost money so to be able to see just that differential the difference in wealth kind of uh shrink a little bit you know and actually turn to the other side where you know, the lower class, middle class now have a little momentum in the fight, you know, and that is intriguing. You know, that is intriguing to see a bunch of wealth go from the top down to the bottom. It's, it doesn't happen like that, especially in a capitalist society. And I was also reading, has something to do with it. The Chinese government, they're seeing after this pandemic is winding down in China, they're seeing the housing market spike in certain parts of the city, you know, certain cities in certain parts of the country where, you know, the housing market is spiking, but the, uh, the wage consistency, consistency doesn't add up. You know what I mean? Across the board, people aren't making enough to be able to afford to be. So what to be able to afford to be in that neighborhood. So what China, these Chinese officials are doing are putting, you know, pressure on the public officials to spike this speculation and the spike, you know what I mean, the housing market from, from going up and up and up, not to take away from people's money, but to even out the playing field almost. But they also believe in China that houses are made for living, you know, not for investment. The government doesn't want you to have, to make an investment. They want you to have an affordable house to live in. And if you can afford another one, have another one. But it's not like, hey... They don't want it like America where everyone is buying up housing and trying to, you know what I mean? Because real estate is a good investment. But, you know, the market gets controlled by buying and selling. and There's different speculation here and there. And China doesn't want their housing market to uh, resemble America's. Because it's kind of fucked up for the small man. And, and people are always like, well, you got to work, you got to work. That's cool, but not everyone is afforded you know, the mental fortitude, the confidence, the upbringing, you know what I mean? Or, the you know, the dire situations to force you to do it. Not everyone has that. But I don't believe that if you don't have that will to, like, not everyone has the will to break through the mold and to get out of just being a working class person and, and you know, just one pandemic away from, like, losing everything or a hurricane or anything could happen where you lose so much that you worked for. And, uh... Basically, we're taught that we should, you know, we all should just work and we, you know, entrepreneurs are special type of people, you know, but all I believe is if you find a niche in the market where you can monetize that niche, 
That doesn't take that special of a person. What it takes is somebody that knows how to plan and, and just accept failure. Hey, man, I might lose, but I'm going to go gun-ho. Or are you going to be the steady worker your whole life that, you know, I mean, hey, you could lose it all on in investment, but you could lose it all in a hurricane. So, you know, just the way that we're brought up, you know, go to college, get a good job, you know, pay back loans. You know, you're working off this, you're working off your housing, your mortgage, things of that nature, car notes. You know, some, I believe, especially this younger generation, they're tired of working off. They want it now, like, they want to enjoy it while they're younger, you know what I mean? They don't want to uh, wait until they're 40, late 30s to enjoy things. They want it now, they want the fast life, and they're doing things. And, and what technology has also inspired a whole different economy where, you know, people are making money, you know, through their social media and their, their, their audience and be able to flip that into a profit. Whereas, the, you know, back in the day, it wasn't such an avenue exist. You know what I mean? So it's just funny, dog. I, you know, I don't believe, like, hey, I'm not against billionaires having billions and having billions and having control and stuff. That's what you're supposed to do when you're in that game. But I also feel like, you know, they can't be able to control the system to where all of us don't have a fair chance. You know what I mean? But I'm proud of the people that came together. I'm pr- I'm, I'd love to see when a group of people come together to fight a common cause. Fuck our differences. Let's go and get it. Let's fight the man. Let's bring the man down. You know, let's bring the empire down. You know, I'm always for that movement. You know what I mean? So shout out to everybody on Wall Street Bets. Uh, We're 20 minutes in. I'm only planning on doing 30 minutes for this episode. I basically want to talk about this, man. Everybody out there, like I said, you know, you might not be the entrepreneur type. You might rely on your income through different things. You might be a person who works and has side hustles because I believe that's what you need, you know? But these systems that they have in place already, like the stock market, that's something that we need to study and teach our children because things like this, you could have potentially became a millionaire if you had one stock or I believe if you invested $10,000 in that GameStop stock five or six months ago, I believe, or eight months ago, I don't know the timetable, but you could potentially have almost $2 million now if you could get it paid out. Because that's the other thing. We, oh, we got to back it up. We didn't talk about Robin Hood freezing people from, from taking over 50 transactions on the stock, freezing the stock part of the day. Because the billionaires are putting pressures on you. And I read the mission statement to say they want to give everyone a fair chance to invest. And, you know, they want the, invest in, the investment situation on the market to be democratic. Well, it's not democratic when you're taking, when you're stopping, you're helping the billionaires stop the regular people. You know what I mean? The working class people, you know what I mean, from getting their money by a simple... What they did is they froze. You weren't able to purchase GameStop and other type of stocks on Robinhood, which is pretty much like the the premier app that the Wall Street bets people were using. You know what I mean? Because I believe you don't need to pay. Uh, uh, I can't remember what type of fee it is, but you don't need to pay that fee. 
after a certain amount of trades or something in Robinhood. So a lot of, you know, uh, first-time investors and type, it's cool to use. It's a good program. It's a good platform. But they froze out those stocks, you know what I mean, from pressure. They, get, they, they had that pressure from billionaires in Wall Street, the hedge funds, uh, Melvin, uh, Viking. I know there's a few other. I'm not going to name them all. Look, this is what I'm saying. Get your stuff in order. Learn these learn learn these games that they're playing with the money. You know, I know you hear real estate. Back in the day, it was like real estate, railroad, power, you know what I mean, oil. These industries that's been going on for years and years and years. Study these things. Teach your kids. Teach your family members. You know, the stock market, even if you're not interested. And even if you're like, hey, that's a bet. I'm not in the betting my money. Whatever, whatever. Bitcoin, whatever. Learn these things. Learn how people are utilizing them. Gather that knowledge and then make, you know, a decision. You know what I mean? Make a decision based on after you analyze that. You know, go observe how these people are making this type of money. Go observe how during the recession, people were getting $500 severance packages. You know what I mean? Getting lenient sentences. For, for corrupting the housing market. Just just look at these billionaires are getting billion dollar, multi-million, hundred million dollar severance packages after they already corrupted the system and committed and got fired. They're still getting hundreds of million dollars to leave. Like, just, you got to look into the game, man. You know what I mean? It's a war out here. It's a war out here. Capitalism is a war. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, the strong survive. But what that means is if you strong, take care of your fam. Feed them the knowledge. You know what I mean? Raise them up. You know what I mean? Teach everyone how to fish. Let's bring, a, you know, the whole block fish fry. You know what I mean? And I see, I see and a lot of people inspired to push that message and to get into their own, you know what I mean, game. You know, not game, but just, you know, get into their own uh, expand their own investment portfolios. I see a lot of people trying to buy houses and secondary houses and Airbnbs and just, you know what I mean? The world, you know, there's a lot of money out here for us to get. And we got to start using our finance, finances for leverage to help conquer these crooked bastards in the government, in the Wall Street sector, all that, you know, private, public, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? This shit takes... You know what I mean? Time and effort in a group of people that can think alike. You know what I mean? So, hey, bro. Hey, sis. Hey, fam. Yak them down. Like I said, man. Gain knowledge on this stuff. Gain knowledge. Financial equity. Financial freedom. You know what I mean? If you're stuck in a place and you're broke now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't study these things, these institutions. Study them. Study it all. Study everything you can about it. You know what I mean? Study it. Like you would study your enemy. And even if you're broke, even if you don't have the you don't have an opportunity now to do this, study it. So when the next opportunity comes and you're ready, you can pounce on it. Yak them down. Episode nine. We're at twenty seven minutes. Classic bars coming up.
I appreciate y'all for um, you know I, I had to bring it short because I'm just coming back. You know I you know can't give you the whole sauce. You know what I mean? Get a little bit. You know at a time. Episode ten, ten is gonna be real big though. I promise you. Thank you for tuning in. Yak them down.